0: My entrepreneurial journey is actually a great example of that. Like I was scared. You know what? I was super (laughs) scared about everything entrepreneurship. But taking those little steps, I started gaining a little bit of confidence here and there to then, you know, I launched the podcast and that was really scary. And then I started speaking on stages and that was really scary. But step by step, I kind of was able to build confidence in that. Yes. It's so good that you say the word confidence and that's how confidence
1: is actually built because I think even for the longest time, I felt like you just magically wake up with confidence. You have it or you don't. And of course, I realized what a flawed way of thinking confidence is just built by doing things and not even being conscious of like, I'm confident, I'm not confident because that's paradoxically like the more you think I want to be confident, the more it eludes you, right? But the more you just...
0: Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico, to be exact, and we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring
1: you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence.
0: Cause that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi Nicole. Hi Kate. Did you like I my little? I love that confidence? you're pumping it up over there. <laughs> it's little... like you're at the top of your mountain. <laughs> I've got my little fist bumps in the air.
1: I don't know. It just felt like with the word confidence, I just had to make. A yeah, point. you go,
0: girl. Do it. <laughs> I am fully um, actually. Awake now. You are fully awake. And this kind of reminds me of something that you told me offline before we hit record today is what an awesome workout run you're on right now. I'm feeling really good. I've
1: added. Yes. I've added those extra workouts by joining that other little gym. So I've got like two places that I go to. Uh, mm-hmm. I notice that I'm using my hands
0: a lot today. I don't know. You are. <laughs> um, but but just starting like right now, I feel like. <laughs> um, it's the Italian in me. Very
1: big, big <laughs> on, the ha- on the hand gestures. Yeah, so I've got my yoga that I still, my beautiful yoga studio that I love going to. So I'm doing about three, four classes a week. And then I joined another little local gym and I'm doing anywhere from three to four four classes. I know that sounds like eight days. Oh, okay, because on Sundays I do back to back. I do two workouts.
0: Ooh. One okay. at the yoga and one at the gym? No, at the gym I do
1: a Sunday sweat class, they call it. Uhhuh. It's only forty five minutes. And then right after it is a yoga class. So it's really nice oh. to do this kind of hit intense sort of class before that and then go into a bit of a more gentle yoga still sometimes quite strong but you know not as a high impact as a sweat yeah. class. so yes I've got this Sunday routine now of doing and I say routine it's been maybe three weeks that I've done it so it Three is a pattern, right?
0: The routine. Hey, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. And what a great way to just like self care it up on a Sunday. Good for you. Such a great start.
1: 7.45. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how few people will show up as it's getting a bit warmer now. We're getting into, you know, spring, mm-hmm. but we've had a bit of a heat wave too. So it almost feels like we've skipped spring and we're well into summer, but you know, that might just be temporary. Not that many people like to roll out of bed at 7 a.m. on a Sunday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sleeping in from their late night on Saturday, getting ready for a beach day Sunday afternoon. Yeah, those party animals
1: where I was like, I've been in bed, you know, and I've had a good eight hours sleep on my Saturday night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Well, speaking of workouts, I'm so excited to be back home after my travels because, man, I struggled a little bit. I mean, I figured it out, but usually when I travel, running is my go-to workout. You know, I'm, I'm not like at a gym or... I don't have my Peloton with me sometimes, even though I still try and keep my workouts with my virtual trainer, sometimes the timing of it or whatever just doesn't work out with travel days. So this time when we were gone for three weeks, I kind of stopped running because my belly's so big now. It's not very comfortable. Um, And so I struggled a little bit with my workouts when I was traveling, especially now, because I feel like, you know, my exercise and my routine feels like extra important to me with like Mm -hmm. how much my body's changing and everything. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to be back home. I've done the Peloton three days in a row now and I've been doing my virtual training workouts and yeah, it feels great. Baby's loving it too, as you're Mm -hmm. moving around is he moving around too well i I mean i tell myself that he does who knows (laughs) (laughs) he's probably like knock it off (laughs) (laughs) you were so good
1: though when we were in japan throw back to our girls trip you were really good with doing workouts in the room in the apartment
0: yeah i feel like i've really like adapted now i think back to when i used to travel when i was younger well even like through college and even after college for a little bit like I would travel and I would use my vacations as like a time when I wouldn't work out and now I can't imagine not working out like it just seems crazy to me that I would not do something (laughs) I don't know if you and I agree on that I try I have the best intentions (laughs) when I'm uh, when
1: I'm traveling but I don't get all my workouts in which I find it quite interesting in the sense, like you, that mindset of like, I can't imagine not working out. We love working out so much. So of course I'm going to figure it out somehow when I'm traveling, but I'm more like
0: nah it's good i got a good amount of steps in <laughs> this is fine hey sometimes it's all about the steps i mean japan is a perfect example of that actually but some days we were putting in like 20,000 steps yes. and that is an awesome way yeah. to get your workout in for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah oh well i'm glad you're back now yeah thank you me too <laughs> Well, kind of along these lines, today's topic that we're going to be talking about is trying new things. So, I guess you're trying new things with your double Sundays. <laughs> yes. I was trying new things as I was traveling. <laughs> <laughs> but really today's topic came up because we were chatting about how important getting outside of your comfort zone is. Mm. And typically we probably think about this topic as it relates to entrepreneurship. You know, we hear all lot the magic happens outside of your comfort zone right yes if you're scared you should go for it all of those things yeah (laughs) but i think that this is true in all areas of life if we're not trying new things are we really learning and growing i would say no I totally agree. And I know that we're going to be getting into that today during our conversation. Because, yes, of course, it can be really uncomfortable. You might have doubts or fears. You might assume that you won't like something. But how do you know if you don't try? I'm excited to dive into this with you today, Nicole. Knowing that both of us obviously feel that trying new things and getting outside of your comfort zone is important. What are your thoughts? Do you feel like you make an effort and are intentional about trying new things, even if trying that new thing might feel uncomfortable or weird? I do. I, I do
1: make an effort, but I don't think I was like this by default. Teenage, early Mm twenties. This came up much later in life for me. Yeah. When I left my career, I feel that Maybe I did always um, value learning. I know we had an episode on our values and for me, Uh learning is right up there. So you'd think, you know, that this would be kind of, for me personally, something that's been an innate trait, but I want to say that this has happened, uh, the intention and the effort that I've put into learning new things has definitely come post-entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, in that sense, it's like a learned thing, right? You kind mm-hmm. of have to practice doing it. And then then you see and experience the benefit of trying new things. Like even if you try something that you didn't really like per se, mm-hmm. now you know, and you can just be okay with not doing that thing anymore. But I think a lot of the times, I mean, in my experience, and I, I think in your experience too. A lot of the things that we try that maybe initially we're like, no, I'm not really going to like that. Or like, oh, that makes me feel kind of uncomfortable or no, I don't want to do that. And then we try it and we really like it. I think people's default is to not try new things. Oh, I totally agree. And I yeah. almost think that maybe there's like a little wave, right? Like you mentioned that post entrepreneurship, like kind of getting back into this rhythm or like post uni or whatever the post what enter your circumstance or situation here. But like when we're younger, right, we don't think about Uh, is this uncomfortable or am I going to like this? Mm -hmm. When you're little, your parents tell you to do something and you just do it. (laughs) And then you kind of get into this phase of like, oh, what are people going to think about me? Or maybe you're scared that you're going to fail at it or whatever the case might be. So then you go through this period of like, I'm not trying anything new. I'm just going to stay in my comfort zone. And then hopefully you kind of get out on the other side. And you do kind of come into a space where you're like, okay, I understand the value of trying new things. I understand the value of getting outside of my comfort zone. Let me go ahead and try these things because I know that they're going to enhance my life in some way, shape Mm -hmm. or form. Oh, like you said, they might surprise you. And you might
1: realize it could be as simple as foods, foods that you think, oh, no, I don't eat that. I don't like that. That's Mm. not me. I don't do that. I don't eat those cuisines and then you try them and it's like, Oh, actually I really do like this. But sometimes I think people's (laughs) default. Yeah. People's default is like, "Mm, no, why? Unless Mm -hmm. you're like, Mm -hmm. unless you're conscious of the fact of I want to be the type of person that tries new things because I can make awesome discoveries when I do put
0: myself out there, when I do not just do things in a robotic or default way. Well, and there's just like a great sense of accomplishment, too, when you do that, right? You can, mm-hmm. There, there's so many benefits by way of um, increasing confidence and being able to be proud of trying something new. I I mean, I know I've certainly felt that way with things that were really intimidating to me, or that I didn't, you know, know how I was going to do at a certain thing. And then I try it and I kind of surprise myself. And that can be a really big building block to other things. My entrepreneurial journey is actually a great example of that. Like I was scared you know what, I was super scared about everything entrepreneurship. But taking those little steps, I started gaining a little bit of confidence here and there to then, you know, I launched the podcast and that was really scary. And then I started speaking on stages and that was really scary. But step by step, I kind of was able to build confidence in that yes it's so good that you say the word
1: confidence and that's how confidence is actually built because i think even for the longest time i felt like you just magically wake up with confidence you have it or you don't and of course i realize what a flawed way of thinking confidence is just built by doing things and not even being conscious of like i'm confident i'm not confident because that's paradoxically like the more you think i want to be confident the the more it eludes you. Right. But the more you just do things and you surprise yourself and you learn new things and you fail and you're like, okay, I didn't die. It's fine. I'm still here. I'm going to try another new thing. Right, again. Okay. <laughs> then <laughs> magically that is just confidence in the background doing its thing and allowing you to then try the next thing and the next thing, if that mm-hmm, makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what are some things recently that you've kind of gotten into or that you've tried that were maybe outside of your comfort zone? I've got two very clear examples.
1: Um, and this wasn't even like we were preparing for this, but recently I, uh, learned to play poker. So, Ooh, yeah. And it was like super fun. So Omar has been going to play poker with some friends he knows in entrepreneurship, someone that we know hosts these poker nights, Every like couple of months and it was just something he did and I didn't know how to play I was invited once uh, a while back and I was like oh no I don't know how to play that's not me and I, I defaulted into this this thinking of like I don't play card games I don't know how to play poker that's not me you know how sometimes you might picture something in your head or not picture it like I could not picture myself at a table playing poker. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have that visual, then you think, oh, no, I can't do that. It's like, why? Of course, it's just a game that has some rules and that you learn the rules and then you can do that thing and be that thing. Yeah. Once I got over that and I was invited again and I don't know why I this time something switched in my mind and I said, I want to learn to play. How hard can it be? It was just as easy as learning a few of the rules actually having like some rounds with Omer and it was really fun it was just the two of us obviously not as fun as playing with you know more than four people or whatever the, the ideal yeah, number is but yeah. But I was like, oh, okay, this could, this is cool. And then I went and played my first game with this group, and I, I didn't win. Um, we, the, the stakes are very, very low. We we don't um, put in a lot of money. But it was just, it was so much fun, and I enjoyed it. And I, and again, like to your point, I surprised myself. It's like, oh, I can learn and be that person that learns a game. Like as simple as that might sound. Yeah, it's so weird. The blocks that we might have in our mind, like I am not that person. I don't do that thing. I cannot learn that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So have you continued to go to
1: these poker nights together? Well, the first one was just very recently, um, a few weeks back. Um, so Uh yeah, the next one I'll definitely, I'll definitely be in, I've got an app on my phone. So sometimes I just practice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, and how cool that like now you and Omar get to share that experience and you're meeting new people and with friends and yeah, that's great. Call back to the previous conversation, shared
1: experiences.
0: True. Uh huh.
1: And now I've got shared because ex- a lot of these, um, a lot of the the people that play, a couple of them have been participants of OzCon. So again, building on those friendships and strengthening those friendships,
0: yeah, through definitely. more
1: more shared experiences. It's really it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of fascinated, just a little side tangent about poker being a bit of a reflection on life, being that kind of example where there are things that are. Due to chance and circumstance, and that you are out of your control, but then there is an element of some strategy, you know, figuring things yeah. out, re- reading people, bluffing, and that perfect blend of being just like life. Like, there are things that happen that are completely outside your control, the hand that you're dealt, and then there's also like, okay, I've seen this before, and I think that person is bluffing right now, or I get what they're uh-huh, doing. Uh-huh. So I think that's really cool. I think there's a little bit more to it than just, you know, yeah, the fun card game.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Well, that's very cool. It's a great example of trying something new and finding that you actually really enjoy it and you're learning a lot from it. Do you have any other examples of things that you've recently tried that maybe before you were like, no, that's not me or like, no, I don't want to do that. I might have recently shared... Uh, learning to ski as
1: something new.
0: Yes. Yeah, you did in our update episode because that was when you were at OzCon, right? Correct. Yeah. So I've had uh-huh. this love hate
1: relationship with snow sports, whether it's skiing and snowboarding, trying different times to learn either one. And again, I, it's a mindset thing. I got to the, I got to like last maybe a couple of seasons ago when we did go to the snow and I tried to learn to snowboard again. Like I took more lessons and it just wasn't working. And I was like, Oh, this isn't me. I can't do this. Maybe this is just not whatever those, yeah, you know, things that we cut tell out for hours, this not cut out for this. And just most recently on the recent OzCon, I was like, no, I'm going to really give it another go. This time. I think I could probably learn to ski again. I could took more lessons and I had fun honestly though I don't think it has anything to do with skill or there was a better instructor or anything like that it was purely mindset it was purely me just being mm. willing to have more fun with it not get frustrated believe that even now at this stage even though I've tried and failed in the past there is a still a chance that I can do this and so it was just yeah just a little mental mental game mental chatter I'm breaking that and I had a blast I had a, I had a really good time
0: that's such a good point. I've totally experienced that too, where it's like, all I need to do is shift the way that I'm thinking about it, and it totally changes the experience. Um, so that's such a great point. I think there's probably so many things too, that we do that with where we do go ahead and try something new, but to your point, like the first time you tried it, maybe your mindset wasn't, you know, Mm -hmm. quite there in terms of like, you know what, it's okay. If I spend half the day on my butt, like it's okay. (laughs) If I'm not going down the blue and the black diamonds tomorrow afternoon, like I'm here, I'm on my snowboard or my skis, whatever it might be. I'm having a good time. I'm learning something new like this is great yeah yeah totally that's a great point
1: what about you what have you tried recently
0: well gosh I feel like in Puerto Rico there are a few things that have been big discomforts or like doubts in my mind um one and one of those things is we have a tennis club in our community that we live in. And so we became a member of like the whole athletic club, which includes like golf, tennis, pickleball. There's a gym, uh, you know, a few a few different athletic things, uh, the beach club. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what, if we're joining this membership, like I've got to get out and leverage this stuff, <laughs> right? I'm not just not going to do any of it. And tennis is something that I played a long time ago, like summer camp tennis, right? That would be like one of the things I'd sign up for at the YMCA or whatever. Um, and I think because it was so long ago and because I never really played it like in an organized way, it was kind of just like a week here and a week there. And then I wouldn't really play it again for another year that I kind of had in my mind, like, no, I'm going to be terrible, like there's no way I can get back into this. And I started going to a couple of like the tennis boot camps. And before you knew it, I was like on the women's 3.0 team here, which is nothing to like scoff at at all. And I was really proud of myself for making the team. I was proud of myself for getting back into it, even though I was having a lot of doubts around my skills in the tennis area. But yeah, for me, for whatever reason, like it was kind of something that I was able to pick up again quite quickly. And because I dedicated myself to being consistent about going to these classes and actually another throwback to our previous episode, I created a whole new friend circle out of playing tennis. You know, the girls that I was playing tennis with is was like such a joy to spend time with them and hang out with them more. So yeah, tennis is one thing that has definitely been a recent within the last couple of years, something that I've picked up and I've really, really enjoyed doing.
1: I remember you really were enjoying your experience with playing. You were playing a lot and just how much you got out of that experience, not just the physical activity, you know, getting out there playing another sport, but yeah to
0: call back that episode more friends like how awesome yeah i'm actually really excited to get back into it too i mean i've been uh, i haven't been playing while i've been pregnant and so i'm very excited to which has been like an intentional and a welcome break but i'm excited to get back into it post baby (laughs) There's a few things on pause, understandably, right now. Yeah. Don't be too hard on yourself.
1: No, it's good. It's, that's also Thank really you. that's also really good too when you do take breaks from things that you're enjoying mm-hmm. and that, you, that you're into. It's always nice to have that renewed like,
0: yeah, I'm back into this thing. How fun. It's kind of a good test, huh? Mm-hmm. It's like, do I really like this thing yes. enough to take a break and then pick it up again? Right. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So there's definitely one thing, though, here that this is this is kind of a funny example, because it's something that I definitely did not want to do. And because I didn't want to do it, I recognized that I was having a bad attitude and a bad mindset. So I was like, Kate, you're going to do this, just try it. No matter what happens, like go have a fun time, maybe you love it, maybe you don't, but stop being, you know, a <laughs> Stop being like that about it. So, um, there's this art class okay. that a woman was kind of putting on, and she does it quite regularly. She'll do like, she calls it uh, sip and paint. So ah. like, you know, you go and you have wine and appetizers and she she provides like these canvases and the paints and everything. And she kind of instructs you in painting a scene. Maybe it's like a sunset scene or a desert scene or whatever the scene is. Right. So I was like, I'm not really into painting. If I'm going to sip something like yes I'd love to sit around and sip with my girlfriends but I don't need to be painting while I'm doing that. <laughs> and then that's when I was like, okay Kate, stop being like such a grouch about this. Like go try this painting class. <laughs> Kate's a other grouch? friends that were no. doing it that I <laughs> 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 There were other friends doing it that I love hanging out with. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do this. So, I go do the art class and I will say one of the biggest outcomes of it was just what you were saying before. All I needed to do was change my mindset Mm. about it, right? I had a great time. It was a really fun night. But I also wanted to give this example because I think it's important to realize that just because you're trying something new and even just because you have a good time doing it, it's not like we're marrying ourselves to like doing this thing for the rest of our lives, right? You don't have to stick to it. Yeah, yeah. Just but try it. <laughs> Just try it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I mean that was the first and the last sip and paint that I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. I'm really glad that I went. I proved to myself that I could change my mindset around mm-hmm. this experience that I could have a good time and I decided that it wasn't how I wanted to spend my nights and That also feels good too, because then at least I'm making a decision based on an experience versus Mm -hmm. making a decision, like you said, with this pre-existing notion in my mind that could or could not be true.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I just recalled our episode on our conversation on failing and not trying, not trying, like thinking you could be good at something versus actually trying it. Yes. Uh Yeah. Yeah just um yeah i guess i don't know i'm a a huge advocate i think it's because i value learning so so much it's because i think i've gained my confidence through trying new things uh, and proving to myself that and proving to myself to back to that point that you don't have to stick to it. You're not married to it. It's okay. If you find that maybe I'm not so great at this, or maybe I don't actually really enjoy this. That's okay. Um, Because I do think we've got a bit of a story of maybe sometimes what maybe stops people is like, well, if I'm going to start something, I better see it through all the way to the end. I better be Mm. consistent. I better not be, you know, and maybe back to that conversation. It's like, Oh, okay. It's probably more comforting to just sit in the belief that, yeah, I could have done that. Versus like actually trying and failing and, or maybe realizing that you're actually good at it. So all to say, all to say (laughs) that,
0: (laughs) that, um, it's kind of like, what do you have to lose? I mean, there's really, there's really nothing to lose. Yeah. There's nothing to lose
1: really. And only everything to be gained. You learn what you don't like. You learn what your limitations are. I'm not saying to just be yeah. reckless and try absolutely everything, but I, I think going back to that statement that I felt like, mm, is this maybe a bit of a harsh statement? I think the general population probably doesn't want to try new things. Is probably by mm-hmm. default not willing to put themselves outside their comfort
0: zone. Absolutely. Because we want – I mean – Look, wanting to like feel comfortable and stay comfortable is not abnormal But that's like a human trait, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we because that's where we feel safe. Yes. But like, we also have to consider that that trait in our human nature is when we had to fight for our food and mm-hmm. save ourselves from the tigers that might eat us at night. We yeah. don't live in that world anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> So we don't we don't need to continue thinking that way and I think that the examples that we've given today and the conversation that we've had just goes to show like how trying new things can enrich our lives how it can open up new social circles that there are so many benefits and positive you know even unintended consequences of trying new things and the confidence factor uh like you said getting that immediate feedback on whether you like something or you don't like something there's just i, I we could obviously as <laughs> with most topics that we discuss go on and on and on and on
1: <laughs> if the message isn't clear we're saying go out and try new
0: things yes oh we've had a couple back to back like all right here's your call to action friends <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Last episode, call up a friend you haven't talked to in a while. Yes. This episode, try something new. <laughs> right. So, Nicole, beyond the examples that we've given kind of like in our personal lives and, and the chat that we've been having today, this also obviously translates into the business space as well. And I see here in your notes that you have an example about um, interviewing candidates. I'm curious to hear about that.
1: Um, no, I just thought about how... When I'm interviewing candidates, I like to see it's more like how they solve problems, but I'm trying to get to the, to the result of like, how do they figure something out when they get stuck? And I try to go about it by asking them if they've recently learned something new. Oh, okay. That's how I try and get to that. Cause I think about myself when I started to learn video editing and audio editing I would just, I, I used the Apple store, for example, because I had a Mac and I was using Apple uh, software, final cut to edit videos. And I was just learning it. And I knew that the Apple store would give like free classes. So I'd just go to the nearest Apple store. This is when I was in New York. And I would just have someone there who was able to just show me, okay, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. was able to answer all my questions. And I felt, Like, oh, look at me being all resourceful and using a free resource and, you know, figuring it out on my own. So when I'm interviewing candidates, I'm asking them, like, what's something that you've learned recently? And, you know, if if they've gotten stuck, what do they do? Like, I'm just curious, but that's where that came from.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good one. I think it does speak a lot to someone's character, but also to like how they're going to handle situations when you know, you're not hiring someone so that you can be a micromanager and, you know, hold their hand every single step of the way you're hiring someone so that they can be resourceful. And they can, you know, kind of fend for themselves, like I'm going to give you a task. And the reason I'm giving it to you is because I want you to figure it out. And I think that a big part of that is being comfortable with maybe having to ask a question that you don't know the answer to or maybe going to the, you know the apple store or enter whatever resource into the blank spot to figure it out i think in our world right now
1: and the way things change and move so quickly Maybe why we're passionate about this is because we've realized through entrepreneurship how quickly things change, how quickly we have to adapt and how we have to constantly learn to do new things. And so it's it's almost like a muscle, right? To practice this, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, being willing to try something that you don't know if you can do it or not or do it well enough, but being resourceful, figuring it out, giving it your best, changing that mindset. Oh, I can't learn something new. This is it's too late now whatever that story might be. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of the best skills you can have really. Yeah. In general,
0: it's only going to benefit you in life, in business, in all things, in your career.
1: (laughs) Like if you're that person that's willing to constantly try new things and learn to do something new or something different or put themselves out, you know, out of their comfort zone, I think, you're just going to increase, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, you're just going to increase your value, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's in in the workplace, in the market.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Nicole, as always, I've really enjoyed our chat today on trying new things and exploring the new things that we've tried recently and also, you know, kind of just reiterating and repeating ourselves probably a lot (laughs) to really hammer home the point that we think that this is very important all the benefits that you can have from trying new things getting outside your comfort zone um, how it can help you advance in both your personal and your professional lives so thank you for sharing your experience with trying new things thank you and Yes, our friends have a little homework item for this week to go and try something. Yes, in. definitely.
1: <laughs> Let us know and too. you
0: and I can too. Yes, we can. Yeah, uh, we would love to hear the new thing that you try. All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on trying new things, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most.
1: And friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app.
0: Until next time.